Oh, man. I do not know what happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was in the heat of that. Uh, come on, Elisha. My bad. I don't know what was going on with my joint. Uh, let's see. Just, I'm, I'm letting y'all in. He's saying it's accepting. My phone is just acting up. All right, so I got Will. Cool. Elisha? No. Yeah, I got Elisha. Listen, y'all was in the vein, brother. I could tell. Yeah, I'm on. like, where is, where is, where is Darius? Because he was on a roll. He oh, was, I don't know. Hey. I, I'm just waiting for, I'm just letting in everybody I can see. I can uh, tap off, bro. Y'all was in the vein. <laughs> I can't. Jeez. Oh, my gosh. All right, man. I want to just tap off so y'all could just talk, man. I don't know. Hey, do we got somebody logging in from the B.O.B. page? That's what we I need tried. to be doing. You tried? Yeah. Okay. We probably need to get somebody else to do that. So you yes. can. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Keep yeah. it going. Mm -hmm. So that way, they log in from that page as the main, and I just jump on. Yeah. Nah, yeah, it was yeah. There was, was what was your question though, Elisha? You were saying how? Do you so work? my so my question was because there, uh, as he was talking, it just popped in my head. Um, ah, I was trying to get Darius on too. My bad. We know. Look, you know, I'm gonna drop bring earlier. Darius back up, and then I'll hop back in later. Okay. We we know earlier that we were saying that you know a part of God's original design in the garden was you know for Adam and Eve to be protected and provided for. And so we were talking about boundaries and all that. So my question was, well, how do I move freely in relationship uh, with God's people um, without being so concerned about protecting myself and not getting hurt? Because I think that's where a lot of it comes from is we try to um, we're reacting. Um, and that first from that first hurt, we're always from a, we're always operating in relationships sometimes from a dis defensive standpoint. So my question was like, how do we view or how do we navigate, you know, feeling or being protected while still being um, in relationship with people? And, and so kind of, kind of what I was chiming in our video was Paul. We were kind of talking on the side, man. Um, somebody was, I heard uh, somebody preach on this a long time ago. They were like, you know, we they were referencing the five love languages, the book that was written on the five love languages. And 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 it, it was funny how it was said, but they were like, you know, there isn't five love languages. There's only one love language, and that's to die. To die. That's to die. Where I put my the, you know, Jesus it was the greatest example. He put others before himself. If we really lived like that, we wouldn't be concerned about trying to protect or insulate ourselves from people. Because my life is a perpetual drink offering. My, my life is a perpetual, a living sacrifice. Like this thing is living, but yet it's, it's, it's offered up before God. That's a sweet smelling aroma to him. And it's like if we really begin to take seriously the words of Jesus, man, and, you know, it's so, it's just so important for us to really grasp this reality, man, that Jesus is literally calling us to pick up our crosses and follow him. Not to have church, not to be super smart, 
not to not to quote all this stuff that we've learned in books and studying, but to simply pick up our crosses and follow Jesus. Lord, where are you going? That's where I want to be. How are you responding, Lord? That's how I want to respond. How are you interacting, Lord? That like that's the work, y'all. That's the work of relationship. When we become so identified with Christ that it transcends differences and division and and and, and foolishness and and people's idiosyncrasies, like it it, it surpasses, it transcends, it, it 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 eclipses those things with his love. Because I'm following Jesus, the greatest example of love. You know what I'm saying? Like if we lead, if we allow love to lead us, we'll be talking a whole lot less about who hurt me and who I can't trust. Because I'm not here to trust you. I'm here to be a fragrance. I'm here to be a reflection <clears throat> of who Jesus Christ is. And it's challenging for all of us. It's hard for all of us. Why? Because we hit the walls of relationships. We hit the walls of a nagging wife, an abusive husband, a disrespectful a store clerk, uh, 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 a condescending boss, a manipulative coworker. We hit these walls and we say, it's too hard to follow Jesus. It's too hard to love. It's too hard to forgive. But that's the cross that he's called us to bear. And instead of walking out true Christianity, we develop our own definitions and our own meanings of what it really means to walk with God. And God is saying, that's not good because you're doing it alone. You're not doing it with Jesus. You're not doing it in relationship in a way that reflects him. And so just, you know, kind of in a nutshell, man, I think that that really eliminates that argument that we try to have around boundaries and not trusting and I've been hurt when I really learned what it means to pick up my cross man and follow Jesus that's the call of this hour y'all that's what's going to reach the multitudes that's what's going to set people free that's what's going to deliver folks that's what's going to bear fruit in the earth when we truly learn to follow Jesus all of us all of us me it's you, almost come on my bad it's it's almost like in us looking for protection we're almost foregoing it mm. because what if the true submission of my life to the lord is at my actual protection wow but see i can't submit my life and gain that protection without also being obedient mm. And I think that's what Jesus knew. I think Jesus understood that while he was both God and man, in the space that he was sent on earth to operate in, his life wasn't his. We were bought at a price. So the first question I would have to as I'm talking to myself is, Trey, if you were bought at a price, how then can you protect something you actually don't own? Bro, bro. So then the next thing is, if I now truly submit, right, if I truly surrender, not like I'm a, Lord, thank you, and I surrender my finances because, you know, I'm trying to buy a car, I'm trying to get a house, but like, Lord, like, nah, like, this is yours, tell me what to do. 
when it's free out of my hands and in the hands of the creator, who can then snatch me? Come on. So now I'm not worried about my protection because the one who is protecting me is actually the one who created anyone or anything that is to come against me. So then now I'm free of this burden of when to do something and, and how to do something or if I should do something. And now my only question is, God, what do you want me to do? Bro, I, you, what you just said was so crazy. And it's not, it wasn't a punchline. It wasn't just a good statement. But if we can't allow our lives to be led by this, we will continue in this perpetual poisonous cycle. Bro, what you said was crazy because I, I remember that in, in Genesis, Adam and Eve did the same thing. So we experienced this. We need to protect ourselves. We go in to protect ourselves more. But God in his love and graciousness said, you guys put yourself in harm's way. And I have already positioned myself to protect you despite what you have gone through. And so when we position ourselves in distrust, even in actively building those walls, we are literally building those walls, not against them, but against God. Because when, when we're building our own, to our, we're yielding ourselves to our own strategies, we're simultaneously pulling ourselves from the opportunity from God to use his. Imagine Adam and Eve holding on to their leaves and saying, wait, don't touch me, I'm good. I built, I, I crafted these things carefully. I know what they did to me. I know what I went through. I know better. And we're literally blocking God from doing what he wants to do in us and through us. And I, I, I want to question it and, and challenge us today, like where in our lives have we in our own wisdom and in our own conceit created these strategies to maneuver? And is it possible that in those particular areas, that's the places where God is trying to intercept and intervene and, and provide for us? And I think the reason why we end up broken again is because it, our protection was never no good in the first place. And God knew that. And he refused to let Adam and Eve, though they were damaged and broken and disobedient, I refuse to allow you to yield yourself to your own devices. Hmm. I'm done. Let me, uh, let me share a quick little, and you guys know my testimony, right? You guys know my testimony, but it speaks exactly to what we're talking about, man. And, and I'm going to go into too much detail, but I was, I, I work in construction and I was a demo guy. I was the bottom of the barrel. I go, tear your stuff out, you know, tear your drywall out, work commercial, went, went around with a wheelbarrow, with a buggy, filled it up with dirt and garbage and trash and dumped it in the dumpster. And there were certain aspects of what we did that required a little bit of skill, like in, term, in terms of how we demoed stuff, how you, you know, cut out uh, asbestos and how you suit it up and how you put it protection or whatever. And my supervisor, he would never really allow me to learn these things. Not just, and, and he was of another race, right? And not just that, but, you know, and, and I share this testimony a lot because I talk around of exactly what we're talking about now. Not only that, but he told me a couple of times, he told me, man, blacks are lazy. Blacks will never like to come to work. They always late. 
he would always say these race racial things to me. Now, with my history, I was tempted, you know. Ah. It's that saying. What's that saying? I'm uh I'm um I'm I'm saved, not soft. Right. <laughs> hey, that, hey, look. Hey, um, look. Um, I, I got I got um, another I got another saying for you, but I, I'll text. But watch this. He say he say he say I'm half hood, half holy. That means pray with me, don't play with me, right? <laughs> like, like all these little, all these little cliches, right? And so there's a part of me that's like, man, I want to hit this guy in his mouth. I want to get on this dude, and then he'll talk down to me. He'll he'll be condescending towards me, like he was my supervisor. But in that moment, God began to prick my heart and begin to really show me that he was exposing what was in my heart. The violence, the anger, the bitterness. I'm being done wrong. I say, man, I got rights. And at the same time, God was saying, I need you to die to those rights. And I need you to love. When they, when they curse you, bless them. When they spitefully use you, pray for them. Complete opposite of those little cliches that I said earlier that people have used to make fun of really what it means to truly pick up our crosses. Because I was tempted. But God was like, look at that. Look at what's coming up for you. That's not Jesus. And so I began to go through this process, y'all. As I'm going to work every day, I'm just like, Lord, help me. God, forgive me. Thoughts are popping up. God, forgive me. I rebuke that thought. Then the Lord began to stretch me. I go to lunch. I'll come back and I'll bring him a snack from lunch. I start being a blessing to him. I start be like, okay, man. You know, I start saying, you know, what do you need? Okay. Uh, all right. Yes, sir. All right. You got it. All right. I, my attitude began to take on the form of servant. And a lot of the times, and I don't, I don't want to make this about race, but a lot of the times because of our history as black people, it's like, man, we got rights. And I'm not no slave, and I don't, I ain't got to, I don't got to ever subject or submit myself to that. I'm a fight, and it's, you know, we, we get into this stance of we got to force our way into something. Listen, y'all, I began to really allow God to do a work in my heart to the point to where, you know, even as I was. Going throughout the day, it's like, but Lord, he's racist, and he's racist, Lord, and it ain't right. And the Lord is like, love him, pray for him. Even in my attitude, pray for him, love him, bless him. Long story short, that lasted maybe about a couple months. Things happened. Things got turned around, man. And the next thing you know, I get pulled up. Now, I'm working at the time for a demolition company. I get pulled up by a general contracting company that runs multi-million dollar projects. And I get put into a position of, of, of a supervisor where now this same individual that was supervising me, he's on my job site and I'm supervising him. The Bible says, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. When we learn y'all to really put on Christ and follow him, even when it's hard, even when it's hard, y'all, I'm now making double of what I was making then as a laborer. Six figures, 
When we allow God to go before us and we trust him, even when it's hard, God manifests his glory. God moves mightily and powerfully in our situations. And it's not just about the job and the career and the money and the this and the that. It's about the testimony that God leaves in the earth. That now I'm working in a position for a company that's, I'm the only black field guy that they got. I'm running the, one of the biggest jobs. We got a $20 million project I'm running. I'm running all other races and I'm not doing it from the place of, oh yeah, see, I'm black, look at me. I'm just a servant, y'all. I just love the Lord. And, and even in my role, is, is, is levels to this. Even in my role right now, God is still teaching me, okay, this is how you manage. This is how you love on people. This is how you deal with people that might treat you because you look a certain type of way. But you got to love them anyway. And you got to bless them. And you got to be patient. And you got to be long. Like, these are the things that God is developing in us as we stay in relationship and we don't run. We don't quit the job. We don't get that divorce. We don't kick that family member out the house, but we stay in the fire and we allow God to refine us. And I'm telling you, y'all, he fights our battles. He steps in and he fights our battles, y'all. And I'm where I'm at now, coming from a place of being locked up for years. There's nothing that God can't do. There's nothing that God can't turn around. We want to see God move in this hour. We want to see God move in the earth. We have to learn to pick up our crosses and follow Jesus even when it's hard. <clears throat> even when it's hard, y'all. We're going to we're gonna have to walk off on that note because we got two parts of this thing, and I'm hoping the first one saved. John, that was such a powerful testimony, and I have not heard that one before, man. And it's just such a blessing, man, to hear something like that. We went full circle. I need you guys to tap in and listen to the podcast of this thing because it's so evident. Those of you that are listening in, if you're men and you want to be a part of this life-changing stuff, we're growing every day. God is chiseling away at us. And so we want you guys to be a part of it. Those of you that are listening in and you're men, go to the link in bio and you can sign up. All those people, you could actually even tap directly into the WhatsApp, go to the link in my bio, and you say, you see WhatsApp, or just go to Band of Brothers Community on IG. You can follow that, um, and you'll get more information. Go to links and bios, and you'll be uh, straight up. I want to bring on Will on here before before we pray. He got something happening. Let me, let me step out. I'm not sure who going <laughs> Let me see if I if he, if he even around. If he not, don't worry. I'm, I'm just going to blast him myself. Let's see where Will is at. Will... Um, if you guys don't know who Will is, he's the one with the super deep voice, handsome, light-skinned guy with his face, perpetual light-skinned face. Yes, perpetual light-skinned face. You have y'all ever? I just started the video. It's bro. perpetual. Have y'all ever seen Will and bro. his beard not perfectly lined up? Bro. Come on. Okay. See, I started not to get back on here with y'all because <laughs> you was you was. You was in you was in 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 the third heavens in the glory. Uh -huh. and you fell on back down in the We flesh. came down I to the flesh. It. Yep. Yep. Hey, so I want you guys to know that Will, if you don't know his background, he I I don't even want to toot this to this harm, man. This man is an incredible leader. Um he's done ministry for many, many years. Theater, he's been all over the world, man. This man, um, even corporately, I don't want to talk about his background corporately. But if you've seen him on IG, you know that he is, like, not just a heavy hitter, but he is a voice of today. Like, um, I brought I brought this dude, like, privately. I know this dude. I can't vouch for a lot of people, but this dude is the real deal. And so everything that flows from him is straight God. 
on stage and off stage, in the light and out of the light. This dude is the same person and just as powerful off. Before we started this live, this dude spoke life into me. He does that. It's just He just doesn't know how to not be a blessing. And so he has a book that he's about to release. I want him to just let us know when that thing drops. Uh, if, if you've been blessed even by the thing that he said about the clowns, <laughs> the clowns and kings both draw the same attention. If you were blessed by that, imagine a whole book full of haymakers and life-changing messages. Um, can you share with us uh, briefly what that's about, man? I want people to tap into that, bro. Yeah, man. Um, I wrote this book. It's called When Life Happens. And um, it, it's literally the, the greatest way to sum it up. Uh, it's coined as the blueprint to breakthrough. And um, it's literally, um, I call it life's playbook. And it's not, um, you, you, here's the crazy thing. I don't like fluff, right? I'm, I'm very much straight to the point. I'm very much, uh, I like the, the real, the raw. Don't take me around the mulberry bush. A lot of books lose me because the first few chapters are literally just a bunch of uh, rhetoric that is a waste of time. What I wanted to do, uh, you know, I heard a wise man say that you won't see what you desire to see until you have the courage enough to create it. So I never really intended to write a book. God just sort of started pinning some stuff through me through experience, dropping some revelation on me. And I've been through a lot in life um, from sickness to loss to lack to repossession to uh, I mean, I, I, I've been through pretty much God and took me through it. So um, I feel like that he's given me insight as to what we need for this day and time and how to be successful in this thing we call life. So it's really like a playbook for if you are uh, preparing to go into a next phase of life, if you're in a tough season of life or if you're recovering from a tough season of life it's 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 there's chapters in it and it and, and we get it gets down and dirty like one of the hardest chapters i had to write was the power of vulnerability earlier there's a chapter in the book that says i got it and i'm the king of i got it you know if you you ask me yo i, I see you carrying 300 bags bro you need some help now nah, i got it like it, it and you move into a space where God oftentimes take you through these spaces and he sits back to say, until you allow me in, I can't be God in your life. Talking about even, even in created in relationship, the, the, the most purest aspect of his relationship is the fact that he never forces himself on us. That he literally says, I stand at the door and knock. What's crazy is because he can know that the house is on fire on the inside, but I'm still going to knock until you tell me to come in. So it, it's it's the it's the aspect of, of knowing that we we all need some sort of guidance, help, relationship, tools, uh, not just uh, uh, good messages, but actual how tos. How how do you get free? How do you become vulnerable? How do you let go? How do you bounce back? So that's what this book is about, man. And I'm really excited. Um, the, the legend himself, Les Brown wrote the forward. I'm super honored by that. And I'm, uh, I'm just excited, man. This Friday, the pre-order link goes live. I'm dropping the link in my bio and, uh, it's going to be crazy. And he drops that thing. I'm going to put it in my bio band of brothers. You know, we rep for ours. 
It's gonna be in our bios, man. Y'all look out for that. Or just follow him um, and and support, man. If we don't, if we don't got each other, man, who got us, man? And and at the end of the day, you're not really supporting him. You're supporting you. You're supporting. Bro, I love y'all, man. For real, man. For real, man. Thank you, bro, for for sharing. I, even the snippet that you shared, I, I'm like, where, I'm, where's the pre-order link right now? So y'all tap into that when that drops. We're gonna pray and we're gonna we're gonna log off. Um, hey, real yeah. quick, real quick, Ezekiel. Somebody asked a question. Will they said, "Is this book? Is this book specifically for men?" No, 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 no. This book is for everybody who lives, who has breath in their body. This is this is a book about everybody that experiences life. I don't care if you man, woman, boy, girl, dog, cat, goldfish. It's for everybody. <laughs> Listen, man, goldfish got problems, bro. I'm like, getting it for the goldfish. And just this same bowl all day. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it, bro. Very easy to pray, man. Pray for the goldfish too, dog. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, man. Let us honor God, Father. I just thank you and praise you for who you are. We thank you for just allowing us to come together tonight to experience more of who you are. We thank you for your Spirit just moving on on the behalf of us and through us. And we thank you for all that you've done. We just asked it that uh, that this word changes people's lives tonight, Father. We weren't getting on here to be a show or anything like that, but we wanted to be submitted to you and wanted what we said to make a difference in the lives of those watching and then the ones that you've given us the opportunity to, uh, to be voices to their hearts. And Father, we just asked that, that, that they move forward in everything that you have for them and that they see you in a new light, that they are able to have the relationship with you necessary for what's next and for what you have for them and to see you for who you truly are. And God, I just ask that you be with each and every individual as we part ways. We pray the blood of Jesus over them and put the hedge of protection around them. And until we meet again, we just thank you and praise you for who you are. Amen.